0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to World Tech Forum. I'm Gavin, he's Jay, and we're going to break down some tech stories for you and give you our hot takes. If you're listening for the first time, uh, check out our website at worldtechforum.xyz to find out more about us and maybe potentially join the show. All right, so let's jump in and see what we have today.
1: Okay, first story up is the NFL is finally creating a streaming app, which... I don't know, not a big important story to me. The only reason I'm even including it is because Apple is was somehow in negotiations for having for getting the the streaming rights to to NFL games. And apparently Mm. Apple was trying to get all of the streaming rights. They wanted to basically own NFL streaming for for Apple TV. But it looks like NFL might be going their own way now.
0: Yeah, I, I, I I'm ambitious. Um that that's deaf. I mean, if anyone could actually buy NFL streaming <laughs> outright, it's probably Apple. That's that's a deal none of the networks could probably try and recreate. But um that's interesting. That's interesting that they would they would I honestly thought they had an app already.
1: They had an app. Like a long time ago, and there was a bunch of infighting because the leagues or the, mm-hmm. the teams rather didn't want to extend like a whole bunch of content to the NFL gotcha. the teams maybe wanted to do their own app. Of course, none of that ended up happening, right, And so in- the league is taking it seems to be taking it upon themselves again, they already briefed the owners and let the owners know what's happening um yeah I'm, like i I,
0: I i get it and because it, it financially it, i think it makes sense rather than everybody paying for infrastructure and their own app and you've got quality control issues all around the place yeah. um not, not to mention breaking down all the rights in all the different markets and stuff which can be a headache yeah i i would think the nfl would take a a lead on this i'm just surprised it took this long
1: yeah they're definitely the last ones to it right um the European football leagues already have apps and, yep. and, and sports apps and, uh, and team apps in in mm-hmm. Asia in Southeast Asia are mm-hmm. huge. It's basically mm-hmm. you don't you can't get into the game unless you have an app. Have the app you yep. use mm-hmm. the app to you know get your tickets to you know find out what what the lineup is. The apps let you know what the dances are, what the songs right. are that they're going to be right. playing, like, right. everything. So, right.
0: That's and that's, the, that's interesting.
1: Everywhere that I've read about this story, uh, basically everyone is is speculating that that this is going to fail. That the NFL is going to screw this up. <laughs> so um, it, it's up to the NFL to to drop the ball on it.
0: And so and I can I can see where the appeal of Apple would come in. You know, having just hey set this up and take all the content and just give us you know fifty nine fifty one percent of everything, I guess. Or yeah. how we restructure that deal. Um and it would it would be a seri it could have been a serious boost to 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 Apple TV Plus if they were the exclusive streaming home of NFL football. I mean, that's that is a built-in audience if I ever if I ever saw one. Yeah. But how would you clear deals with like the affiliates though? Because I remember when I was working at TV stations, uh no, that's true. We couldn't stream the games. We had we had like so we couldn't stream the game so if we were coming out of a sunday night game and it went into overtime we had to hold the show until the game was over mm-hmm. so our stream would actually start late because of the nfl so i guess that's something they don't really have to think about but yeah i can definitely see the appeal of apple jumping in trying to jump in and you know do the groundwork um you know leveraging their audience and the nfl's built-in audience to be something that could have been Pretty epic, but especially if Apple Apple's going into to AR, everybody seems to be pointing towards with the new announcement for WWDC. So yeah, I mean, opportunity missed. Well we'll see. Uh
1: <laughs> I, I don't really know if like the, the NFL has it in them either to go it on, on their own. So. But they have to.
0: They have to. They you can't exist in the metaverse or the, the, the web three without being having that type of online presence, true. So it's it's gonna happen. The question is, rightly like everybody's been speculating how how well are they gonna actually do it? And being the last ones to the show should mean that they've got a couple of hundred different examples of what not to do. So let's hope they get it right. Oh, excuse me.
1: Well, I mean, okay. Well, speaking of Apple, so Apple recently won Best Pictures, Best Picture at the Oscars. Yep, CODA. For CODA, and CODA means child of deaf adults. And the the whole story behind this, uh, I'll I'll tell you a little bit about what CODA. CODA is basically like a teenage love story. I've Uh, I've seen it. Oh, you've seen it? Okay. Yeah, we
0: reviewed it on Mango Meter Reviews, which is a sister podcast. Go check that out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so the it's like this this girl she has uh, all of her family members are deaf and they have mm-hmm. a, a fishing store or a fishing company mm-hmm. company and so she she's torn between uh, helping her family and going to school so she she goes to school for music and she falls in love mm-hmm. and she's you know if she stays at school and stays with you know with her, her boyfriend then basically means she's abandoning the family during a time right. when they need the businesses uh, or was needing some help. And there was also, I mean, spoiler alert, but can, can you tell us a
0: little bit about it? Like what happens um, in the end? Uh, I'm not going to say what happens in the end, but <laughs> um, it, 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 and the truth is what happens in the end doesn't really matter more. So um, it's a coming of age story. So you, you're seeing lots of character development, lots of uh, different themes coming out that, that um, fit that type of genre, but more so than anything is The things that you would think deaf people are concerned about not being in the deaf community, for me at least, it was completely wrong. They are just, there is a scene where the young lady comes home with her not yet boyfriend to a particular sound in the house. And it took a while for them to figure out what it was, but basically it was her parents going at it. (laughs) And... (laughs) It's 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 cool, and it's all the little things that they, they 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 throw in there that makes it work. Specifically with that scene, she can't say "you guys stop it." She has to go in the room and turn the lights on and off to get their attention. Ah, wow! Okay. So it's, it's it's little things like that, and it it really immerses you into that that community and and that, that experience. And it's well written. It's well directed. It's visually stunning. Um, and you wouldn't think something like that could be, but it pulls you in, it pulls on all the right heartstrings, and the performances were, pr- were really good, really, really good. All right, nice. Well, the,
1: the reason why it's a big tech story is because Apple or has owned the rights to, to the movie. They bought it after it debuted at the Sundance, mm-hmm. and they actually beat... Uh, both Amazon and Netflix to the punch in, in terms of getting the of Picture getting, Award. Mm-hmm. And that had to sting for Netflix because they've been <laughs> pumping billions yeah, <laughs> into this thing
0: but, for years. But, hang on. But here's the thing though. Netflix isn't Apple. And, and And what I mean is Netflix is very much the Costco of online streaming. There's something there for everybody as well there should be. And they have been Mm -hmm. pumping money here and there trying to collect as much content as they can because they know other big players are going to get into it the thing about app apples like the whole foods yeah you're gonna have what you expect to have but we're gonna it's gonna it's supposed to be a slightly higher quality of stuff that we can you know pick and choose because we're not trying to put out you know a hundred new 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 movies and series every week we can pick and choose get the right directors the right the cre- right creators behind a project and put the kind of money that we we think should be behind the project into something and eventually come out and let it you know win the type of awards that it should win conversely though uh i I was looking at i was listening to uh what's his face um tech tips online uh ltt uh Linus I can't remember Linus tech tips right. Um, and he, they were actually, no, it was, it was on box therapy, um, on box therapy with with Lou and those guys, they were pointing out that Apple TV plus was actually in real internal conflict because the Apple side of corporate stuff, that's a custom of, Hey, this is your budget execute, do these kind of things, you know, deadlines, we need to get this for Q3 rollout, that kind of stuff. Isn't really meshing well with Hollywood crowds and the Hollywood type. Mm -hmm. so what's happening apparently is you know directors and 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 creative types are telling them hey we need to go back to to do this we need to go back to do that and you know the the engineers and the software guys are are like hey um well we don't put it that way the marketing guys at apple are like hey no the execs are like no like we we this is not how we do things this isn't the apple way and apparently it's it's been causing a lot like there's rumors of a huge shakeup coming so We'll we'll have to see how that one works. So, yes, congrats to Apple for winning for being first to the, for the to the to the key, but um, at what cost? Hmm.
1: It may, it may end up being a, a split up in the end where they they break out Apple TV. Yeah, I think right. they, they
0: might. I think they might spin off Apple TV.
1: Okay. Well, that that would be something to to qualify if you own Apple stock. That that, mm-hmm. that certainly would mean that the price would go up even further than the trillion yeah. dollars that it's worth right now.
0: Isn't he like closer to 2 right now?
1: Closer to 2, yeah. So
0: ridiculous.
1: <laughs> well, hey, let, let's follow up on another story. The, mm-hmm. This is kind of similar to the story that we did a few weeks ago with that um the, the hack the the hacker group right. that was run mm-hmm. by the, the 16-year-old.
0: The 16-year-old That's that's.
1: Uh so there was another big hack that happened recently Axie Infinity mm-hmm. which is an NFT um, play to earn game, they were hacked, their system was hacked. And the, the, the thing that's important here is that this is like a legit hack. It's not one of those social engineering hacks Mm -hmm. that you, that, that we, we've been talking about before, like what, what happened with Twitter and what happened with, with, with this is like legit. Somebody broke into the system, compromised the keys. Took advantage, took control of the system, and siphoned off six hundred plus million dollars.
0: Wow, 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 wow! That's a big number.
1: Yeah, the 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 big thing there is that when when you look at it, is just how little security, how how little how lax the security was. So there were only nine um nine validators. For, for this bridge, this crypto bridge that bridged Ethereum to the Rona network, which is what ran all of the transactions for Axie Infinity. So just mm-hmm. nine people. So in order to gain control of that network, you only needed to hack five people. Wow. And whoever the hacker was figured out how to hack those five people. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that was it.
0: That's I can see where a low number of, of people with that kind of access could be beneficial. But it still doesn't account for the, the 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 piss poor level of security, though. Yeah,
1: so it it, it stems from uh, like back in November when Axie Infinity mm-hmm. got really popular, they apparently turned off some of their security features because there was a lot of people coming in, and when that oh. influx ended, they, they ended never, that. They process, never reverted it, but they didn't put it all back properly, and so somebody took advantage of that and gain Mm -hmm. control of their keys. The the only good thing in this, there there are two good things in this. Okay, silver lining, I'm here for it. First one is that most of what they took was Ethereum and uh, I think USDC, the stable coin. So all of that stuff is trackable. In fact, the the attackers, I think, have only actually siphoned off maybe 23 million out of the 600 million because- That they
0: could potentially get, right. Mm
1: -hmm. Right, there isn't much that you could do with it. You can track it all, all across the Ethereum network. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the other thing is I was initially thinking like, oh, Axie Infinity just sort of hacked themselves and they're, you know, they're going to steal all this money and, and just get away with it. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: I heard today that they actually went ahead and raised, I think, $160 million to pay back the people, the players, the game players who would have lost money as a oh, result. Oh, wow.
0: Okay. Yeah. Hundred and sixty million to six hundred million.
1: It's uh, so it could be that the remaining amount was actually theirs, belonged to to the game owners, and they're okay, just going to okay. take the hit. or wait until law enforcement helps them to figure out. Right, because at
0: at this back. point, at this point, is like it's a it's not really it's not really a, a well, it is a hack, but it's it, it's a cash flow problem, in the sense that yeah. like like we just said, like you you can track the Ethereum all over the place, so they've got to be. In all the places where you can dump that kind of stuff, and you can't really do that too easily, so it's again, I guess, just a waiting game. So, so okay, all right, cool. I, I can, I, I, I like the approach and handling it, though.
1: Yeah, that they, they they seem to be legit. Uh, mm-hmm. If anything, this hopefully makes them stand out a bit more because they, mm-hmm. you know, they didn't just say like, oh, well, we got hacked and we can't yeah, do anything about it. Screw our
0: gamers. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and there are lots of people who actually depend on that game for their livelihood because it's a play-to-earn game. So it got really popular in the Philippines that, and, and and other countries that were hard hit during the pandemic. People mm-hmm. were playing games as a way of earning income. So you'd get like a couple hundred. I mean, it was really only a couple hundred dollars a month. Yeah, but,
0: but with the the exchange rate, that that can right. that can feed a family, man. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. So I was actually talking to someone in Bali where this game is popular as well. And he was saying, yeah, like most families live off of like a hundred US dollars a month. And -hmm. if you play this game, then suddenly you're earning 500 US dollars per month Mm -hmm. as a teenager. You know, now you're the breadwinner in the family. Yeah, I was
0: about to say that.
1: Yeah, (laughs) that that, that (laughs) that dynamic is crazy to think about. Some social and cultural implications there. So yeah,
0: I I mean, even more kudos to them for handling that way too
1: hmm Yeah.
0: But you the, sticking with Web3. I tell <laughs> something that just back to the uh, before we go. Like okay. imagine a game goes down and it affects a country's GDP. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you, <I laughs> a mean, game your GDP gets is dependent on a game. And,
0: and your GDP get goes down. I and mean, that's ridiculous to think about. But okay.
1: Well, that, that might happen, like in the case of like FIFA, right?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's well.
1: Or like World Cup cricket. Like, imagine if there was no more cricket in India, would that not affect their GDP?
0: To some not, extent, not, not, not necessarily, because those those things are cyclical and don't end up in the same places all the time. One, and then, and two, um, although you know host countries put up a lot of funding, they, the organizations like FIFA is a billion dollar corporation, as far as I'm concerned so they, they can literally throw money at stuff they're still I mean, if you believe the allegations, you know they're they're people who became billionaires from that Russian World Cup, you know what I'm saying so it's it's I can see it, but not in the same it't it's not one to one with what I'm talking about
1: though Gotcha okay, well sticking with web three, the other mm-hmm. big web three topic that happened is there was a fashion week in the metaverse Here and you are. and I kind of talk about this because there was a big reggae yeah. dance in the metaverse a couple of weeks
0: yeah, ago yeah yeah yeah
1: was pretty the, good it was pretty good you should have been there good. <laughs>
0: it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen <laughs> it is the I mean do you remember Lawnmower Man the movie no what was that so it's this guy who's you know you know typical everyday guy not the highest iq and he agrees to to be a part of this experiment which hooks him up to what i could only call web three so he's got the you know the digital avatar and that kind of stuff basically goes insane um that's not the point the point i'm getting to is the avatar part it looked like a scene from lawnmower man or johnny mnemonic or one of those things from the 90s it it's it was it was trippy it was everything i saw about it was trippy but i mean cool kudos to everybody who 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 tried it and who was you know couldn't say they were the one of the first people to have a party in the metaverse but nah, that's we, we got a long way to go Fa- fashion
1: week was a lot better than than that dance I, I'd okay say. okay so do you You've seen like the images of, of like New York Fashion Week where mm-hmm. like it's really extreme clothing. Right. It's runway stuff that it's you it's wouldn't couture. necessarily Yeah. Right. Stuff that you wouldn't necessarily see somebody wearing every day. Right. All of that stuff was on display in, in the metaverse. Like people the metaverse is the kind of place where that stuff seems normal.
0: And I see, it, okay.
1: I, and and you know there were like real brands you know that that were represented there. So um, let me see like DKNY, right um, okay. Estee Lauder, Dolce and Gabbana, okay. Okay. Forever Twenty One, Perry Ellis, bunch of like you know serious fashion companies were, were participating.
0: And and if you think about it, uh, and it's only because you mentioned Forever Twenty One and and maybe Perry Ellis. Well, maybe not. But Forever Twenty One, that one kind of jumped out at me because this can kind of level the playing field. So instead of you know having a design group that that um, you can get a, a sub design group that does stuff strictly for the metaverse that can now compete with those you know vintage couture houses and that kind of stuff, um, and yes. you don't have to invest in in you know one offs and that kind of thing. Um, that's actually cool. And imagine 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 selling an NFT. For a Gucci gown mm-hmm. you're the only person that can have that avatar online that that skin, I guess yeah that's interesting.
1: i I'll tell you the other way that I think it's leveling the playing field mm-hmm. in in real world um, fashion shows, there are actual models, like you have to pay actual maybe you're not paying them, but they're actual like slow oh, they're, they're models. getting paid they're getting paid. Yeah. And they're, they're the ones who are modeling, modeling the clothes for you. In the metaverse, mm-hmm. there are no models. It's all just animated programming, you know. And in fact, like, some of the models weren't even human models. They were like animal models wearing human okay. clothes. Okay. And so you think of it this way, where now you, you don't have this human element anymore. That's like standing in, in the way, uh, you know, you don't have like the, um, you know, how the, uh, we, we talk about all the time, like models tend to look a certain way, they're really thin right, right,
0: and right. blonde. The stereotypes, right. The mm-hmm.
1: stereotypical model. And so you, that all of that sort of went out of the window. And I think the other thing that it points to is why dolls become so important. Because mm. when you lose that, losing that human element, right. There aren't people who you're attaching these brands to it's anymore. True. You still right. need to right. attach it to someone right. who do you attach it to. Well, it's the organization that's running, it's the people in the dolls who have invested mm-hmm. in it. And so right. you, I, I, you know, eventually you, you have like the most famous person in the doll and, and that's the person that you sort of attribute the, the brand to. Right. right? They,
0: they turn into the influencer. Yeah.
1: Right, and and dolls for for the audience are decentralized autonomous organizations, and it's mm-hmm. just like a group of people who've invested in a brand's mm-hmm. NFT Metaverse um, environment, and they are sort of the shot callers for right. for that for whatever the brand's offering is.
0: That's that that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I, my heart goes out to actual physical models. Like like, bye bye to your entire industry. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, if it's something that levels the playing field and turns it into something a little bit more equitable and accessible to 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 to, to more people, like all right, cool, let's 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 see where it goes. Yeah, my my hat does not go out to them. I, I said this was <laughs> a long time coming. Everybody, every everyone deserves to earn. That's all I'm saying. They they had their chance. They had their <laughs> chance for a long time.
1: Times are changing, and it's coming for our industry as well. So I'm not just like oh, saying it. You know, just for them. No, he,
0: no, he, no, that's true.
1: Th- this true. isn't on the docket, but today, or uh, maybe this week, um, iHeart Media, who's the company yep. that owns iHeart Radio, one of the biggest podcast producers uh, in on the, the world, planet. Mm-hmm. on the planet, yeah, they announced that they're creating an NFT podcast network. So they right. bought are going to are going to buy a bunch of crypto punks, uh, a bunch of Mutant Ape, um, mm-hmm. a bu- bu- bunch of um, NFTs, some um, Mutant Ape Yacht Club, mm-hmm. and uh, also from world of women, they're going to take them, create a metaverse around them right. and, and give and them start, backstories. Yeah. Start then channel hire, content. Yeah. Then, then hire voice actors to voice these characters and sort of give them life. And, you know, it, if you you like push that forward a couple of years, you realize that, oh, okay, eventually there are no more human podcast hosts. There are no more human radio hosts. It's just these avatars. And well, voice actors in the back.
0: Right. And, and I guess there's, there's nothing really, I don't see anything wrong with that. And, but that's not taking away necessarily from uh, your job. Because you can't replace Joe Rogan with a voice actor.
1: Yeah, Joe. You Joe can, you, doesn't get replaced, but there no, will you, ne- you, there, won't there be will a new be a generation of Joe. Hogan's. Right.
0: No, fair enough. But and but you I mean he can replace himself visually with with an avatar? But, with an know, avatar, yeah. The topic in the show remains him. Um, mm-hmm. I can see now where you know, be, but that's because the 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 brand's bigger than the tech. But in, in the flip situation for people like us who are now coming up, you know, the tech's bigger than the brand. So either you get with it or you get lost. So I, exactly. I definitely see. I definitely see where you're coming from. But at the same time, it's it's kind of cool. And 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 what comes to mind immediately is this sounds like the making of like a Walt, is like a Walt Disney moment. Yes, that's what it is, right? This, is, this who's is the voice Disney of Mickey. Moment. Exactly. Well, it was Walt Disney, but there there's a guy who it voices was Walt Disney. Right now. Yeah,
1: but then after him, right? They they created more movies after he died. Like who, who yeah. was voicing him?
0: Uh, who's the voice of
1: donald duck who's the I voice of of um bat simpson actually it's a woman Actually, yeah, her name. yeah. <laughs> who's the voice she of has, like, the,
0: the best contract ever <laughs>
1: yeah so the these things sort of get hidden in the back and it's the avatar that sort of that that shines right and you can replace these people because somebody else can come along and do the same voice Are you, kidding you never know that it that it changed
0: Wow! So I'm looking. Um, I just googled Voice of Mickey, and there's this guy, Chris. I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce that name. <laughs> it's it's Greek and it ends in populous. Um, But I know him. He's actually an actor that was on a couple of different shows. But my most recent memory of him was what's that show called? Uh, it was an HBO show about uh, Silicon. Oh, Silicon Valley. Um, okay yeah he was he was one of those billionaire guys he was like the tree three, three comma club you know um but apparently there's like a pretty long list of people who's actually been the voice of mickey yeah so that'll be
1: interesting Yeah, so see, so just like that way that keeps that you know that voice keeps changing you know, it's the same voice just different people doing it mm-hmm. imagine that for your in your favorite podcast and it's just the same Character all the time, just that the voice changes, and over time the character evolves. So, just like I'm sure there've been dozens of people who've been Big Bird mm-hmm. and who've been the puppeteer for Bert and
0: Ernie. Elmo used to be a 40 year old black dude. Oh yeah, wow. Yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> Don't ask how I know that. Um, yeah, but it, it that, that's going to be pretty cool, and I can I can see where even brands like Disney. Will start doing stuff like this. I mean, they've basically already done it. If if they've got a video game, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's basically taking that and extrapolating it to 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 the web. So yeah, it, it's it's they're coming for us, man. It's coming.
1: They're All right, coming. L- let's stick with that avatar story. Um, so LinkedIn has been it's been found out that LinkedIn actually has hundreds, if not thousands, of fake profiles. I, I think it's closer to millions. Close to millions, yes, definitely a lot of them. If you spend a lot of time on LinkedIn, you you get these messages mm-hmm. from uh from people and you sort of start talking to them and they they sound weird. It doesn't really sound human uh, you're and you're talking to a bot. You're talking to a bot, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's they they use these AI generated photos that researchers showed that most humans are like it's like fifty-fifty whether or not you can tell if this mm-hmm. is a real photo or an AI-generated photo, mm-hmm. uh, because the AI uses only the most common features in human faces, so it just sort of looks like a human unless the AI gets it wrong. Right, and these
0: it looks like a background character in a
1: video game or or a TV show. Yeah, these these bot, it just looks like nondescript, just like a, a person. The these bots have been uh, like they, they have, they're working for certain, certain brands and basically they send you a friend request or connection request. You connect with them. They start messaging you. Um, they eventually like get you into like either, a a WhatsApp chat or a telegram chat or something like that. And if it sounds mm-hmm. like you're interested, then they connect you with an actual salesperson who continues to pretend to be whoever the bot was. They mm-hmm. get you to buy whatever they're they're selling. So LinkedIn actually had an article about this as well. Seems mm-hmm. like the only real protection that LinkedIn can provide for this is to warn everyone that this is happening because there's like they don't actually try to validate whether or not you're a human being when you're signing up for LinkedIn. There's none of that. Right? No, it's just no. all trust
0: system. It's all yeah because you're supposed to be you know college educated. But yeah, this isn't the only platform that that's happening on uh i don't know if you know mkbhd um Brownlee, youtuber all right so he's basically saying the same thing's been happening on youtube for quite some time um he said in the like and you can there's a video and i'll see if we can link it into the description but um you know he called it comment spamming and it's basically the same thing so they go to you know recognized, um, verified YouTubers, and in the comments, you know, once you're, and, and it only happens at the, the more recent comment stage, um, once the video goes over maybe like a, a few hundred thousand views, it starts to get intense, and they, they, you know, hey, if you want to see this, drop here, or they make these clone accounts of, of his account, and say, hey, and, you know, like your account, and try to start conversations, again, all bots, and they're running, basically running, you know, confidence scams out of it, so... Hey, click here to accept this free gift. Or surprise, you're the winner for whatever, whatever, whatever. And you know, he's basically saying like it's getting to the point where, you know, at least a hundred people a week are messaging him on on Instagram and Twitter and saying, "Hey, I'm still waiting for my whatever, whatever." And he estimates that it's it's even more of that because most people aren't really coming back and checking, you know, and. They're pointing out it's the same old siphoning scam, you know. Hey, you know, send me a hundred dollars so you can get five thousand, kind of thing. So, yeah. so uh, it's it's definitely something that's jumping platforms and seemingly getting worse. And and he's he's relating it back to in his timeline, uh, really getting worse progressively at this from the start of the pandemic coming up to now.
1: Yeah, I I think he, he's probably right on that because. Um you know, marketing got real, really difficult and people were just sort of reaching out to whoever they think can, can, can do the job mm-hmm. marketers had tough decisions to make and they figured out, well, oh, you know, we can use bots. Yeah. To pull this off. But th- that whole thing about like the, the spamming, that that's actually, an, I'd say like a pretty old tactic, maybe like going back into like early two thousands, right? People would actually right. do it manually. Come and, the, and, and,
0: and, and, and well, that's the thing that it's been developed into. It's been streamlined into the, the advent mm-hmm. of of you know open source AI and that kind of stuff. It's been streamlined and really developed into to, to a really pervasive problem, if you would believe what MKBHD is saying. So
1: yeah, well, well, well I I guess uh, for the audience, you know, keep keep your eyes open. You know, don't don't fall prey to the
0: random bots on LinkedIn or or, or YouTube. Yeah, I mean it's it's on Facebook too. So just 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 be careful, folks. That's 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 the the big thing. Like Web Web three is awesome, and I think it's going to be cool. But could you imagine what the scams are going to look like? Yeah, someone oh, yeah. someone someone knows that you're like okay, like so. Imagine <laughs> what? Here's a better question: for you. What do you think dating in Web three is going to look like? That's going to be interesting. How we tra- you, you how we. How we relate back to the physical, that's my biggest concern with Web3. How do we relate all of that cool stuff back to the physical?
1: The, the first transition, I, I don't even think the physical would match at that point. The first transition was, like you said, we're well, going from physical mm-hmm. to, you know, you have to meet somebody in person, like you meet them at school in real life. Right. And then it went into like match.com where you started meeting people online. Okay. And that's how people meet now, like on Tinder.
0: Right, Tinder, and Bumble, all that stuff.
1: Yeah, but then you eventually take that into real life, and and you have real life relationships. I think now, relationships will just live in the metaverse. Yeah,
0: but there there's certain aspects of relationships that can't exactly exist just in the metaverse. Uh,
1: you, you're, you're not. I think you're underestimating the tech. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, we we have robots that can do that stuff now.
0: No, no f- fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. But I'm saying, if from a, even a, a, a purely scientific perspective, <laughs> that's going to wreak havoc on the uh, birth rate, though. Yeah. Well, isn't that what we want? It's too many of us already. Wow. There we go. He said it, folks. All right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you all know, global warming, I'm climate just, change. Just... I'm just also saying,
0: that man. Stuff. I'm just saying. I I again, hey, maybe. All right, there you go. I never, th- I didn't think people would be willing to give that aspect of humanity up that easily. But all right, hey, I, guess may, maybe, it I guess be. maybe it levels of playing field too, because you can be that dorky guy stuck in a closet somewhere, and you're dating Claudia Schiffer. Dated yeah. reference, but it fits. <laughs> yeah.
1: It- <laughs> It, it, it won't even be like giving it up, be giving it up because if it's the younger generation, right. they wouldn't actually be missing anything. This is just what dating would look like. That's insane to me,
0: but okay, all right, cool.
1: Yeah, because think of all of the the Roblox relationships. I try, I try actively not to. <laughs> actively <right>. not. to. <laughs> let, let, let's move into into the last story. So sticking right. with. Uh, in, in, in that whole like social media realm Meta, mm-hmm. my guys I am so Meta. proud of Meta for this So What proud up of robot, Meta for this. let's go mm-hmm. Meta and Mac have hired A political consulting company To God spread rumors about TikTok And they should have been doing this <laughs> Years ago I don't know why they waited so long to this
0: do this This is so high school <laughs> So, so high school Like come on, no
1: it, Actually, the, the only bad part of the story Is that they got caught. Uh, w- one. The, the the documents got leaked. But then, <laughs> <got> two, <laughs> we we found out that the stories that the this political consulting company was writing up about TikTok, right. like these challenges. One of the challenges was the devious mm-hmm. lick challenge, which does which isn't sexual, even though it sounds very sexual. It, right. It's actually students stealing things from school and then taking photos of it and posting them online, like. You steal some kind of equipment from from the lab, or yeah, something okay. from like some kind of you know soap dispenser from the bathroom or something. Actually, okay. a bunch of kids ended up going to going to jail for it.
0: Um well, and the, I was kind of going to say that, but all right. yeah, it's, it's, so it's the whole theft. challenge is you know theft and destruction of property. Yeah, exactly. And then there was a slap a
1: teacher challenge. I don't know if that one actually took off. I didn't hear. I heard about the challenge, but I didn't hear about. Any teachers actually getting slapped?
0: We'll be right back, so folks. That, but
1: these, well, the the issue is changes. that these challenges actually started out on Facebook, like is on the even? Facebook app, and then they somehow made their way to TikTok, and I, Facebook was blaming TikTok for it. I am. Oh, we're
0: in trouble. Oh, so but, Facebook's using their own challenges to bring down TikTok. Yeah. And it uh, seems cor- weird to me that that corporate those espionage challenges. at its finest, yo. <laughs> exactly.
1: And, and the like the execs at Facebook are uh, so uh, too lazy to actually go to TikTok and figure out what the challenges are. They just take challenges, bad things did, from their own ecosystem.
0: Did, <laughs> do you remember Facebook growing up? Like Facebook was the young person's company. They weren't hiring anybody over twenty five. They yeah. weren't doing this, they were doing that, they were doing all sorts of crazy stuff. Right. How did Facebook become the old man telling you to get off his lawn? I uh, don't know. I mean I guess all the people that
1: they hired eventually
0: got old. I don't think they stayed. That's the, that's that's my point. They 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 spent they spun off into other smaller companies. Well, some of them bigger companies. Yeah. But still, like that's that wow. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, too bad for Facebook, man. No, but no I, I don't I, feel bad I for really Facebook like that
1: at all. I really like that that they did they, this. It is too bad for Facebook because Facebook was number one. They they should stay there. But no, I, no, I like should. that. They're doing no, this they to should TikTok. not. They
0: Facebook deserves to die a horrible death. And I f- I feel like it's coming. It's not. I it's feel not. like it's coming. The they, Facebook you and I you and I know no, it's not gonna be the Facebook we we see in 20 years. And it's gonna be like that. No. Remember Facebook? We're gonna talk about Facebook like how people talk about MySpace.
1: Oh yeah. Well
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's I can okay. see I I can see it coming. Grant you, they're probably going to remain somewhat profitable. Yeah. Just because of the the, the tactic and the ability of the huge war chest that they have, then they can can pivot to certain stuff and be, Mm -hmm. you know, plugged along by by just buying stuff out when they think it's necessary. But um, I have have no surprise if in the next five to 10 years, Facebook is no longer meta and it's all Insta because that seems to be the only thing that's really sinking in and, and landing their hooks into that really, really nice, juicy demographic that everybody wants to seem to land into. That into.
1: I, I don't even know if Instagram is going to survive. I, I think that the Oculus and the metaverse, like the Oculus for its price point is like head and shoulders uh, ahead of like all of the other competitors right now. The only other good VR Headsets cost thousands of dollars.
0: So yeah, but it it doesn't matter if it your it doesn't really matter if your Oculus is is that price, but it's tethered to a dumbass Metaverse. Sorry, not really. It's gonna get still.
1: It's gonna get
0: better. That's that's the big bet. That's the big bet. And with people with people like Apple yet to get into there who's got an, an aggressive and, and hungry user base for this kind of stuff. Apple's been teasing their VR device for almost five, maybe even six years now. Could you imagine that, what's going to happen? And that's why I think
1: it's going to be bad.
0: Like, why? Y- you know
1: who else has been teasing something for five, six years? The Ethereum layer 2.
0: Um, <laughs> you know who else has been teasing something for five, five six years? Who? The Tesla Roadster. What have they been doing? For, what, what have been, they been They teasing. announced the Tesla Roadster in 2015. Oh,
1: and they still, well, th- that's not coming they still, out. They still
0: haven't even designed it, as far as I'm concerned.
1: Yeah. And I, I think if, Cy- if like... Cybertruck's if number still, two on that list. Right. If, IVA, if yeah, a couple years pass and you, and you don't see it, it sort of means like, yeah, this
0: thing isn't coming.
1: It's going to no, be think, like I
0: really... think, No, I think I think Apple has VR, we're ready. Um, I think that it's... A part of it is is letting the abomination and disaster that was Google Glass... Completely disappear out of people's minds, um, and fi- figuring a way how to 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 sort of merge everything into one cohesive experience. I think with the advent of M1 and you know being able to use uh, lots of different apps across platforms and the way they handled—I um, forget what it's called—but the ability to put you know three Macs together and you can move your your pointers across all of that stuff and use different apps from different Macs on different screens. Yeah. I think yeah. that's the, the core basis of how their VR stuff is going to work. The question is, for me, price point. Like you rightly said with uh, Oculus, that device is going to be ridiculously expensive, even for Apple. It is. It, is. And, it has to be
1: expensive. Right? Like, Apple doesn't right. have a $400 device. No. they, they
0: Actually, they do. That new S that old SE, not the new one. The S the, the SE is like four yeah. or five hundred dollars. I think it's like four ninety nine, or at least it was four ninety nine. I think it just went up with the new one. We get to the Googles and figure it out. But still, yeah. The point is the point is I think for the for the price point, um, for it to be successful, it's got to have a, an accessible price point, and until they can get that, and I think it's coming. I think it's coming with the payoff from the acceptance of uh, the, the new MacBook Airs and Pros and that kind of stuff, I think that's going to be, eventually that's going to trickle down to that uh, M1, that first M1 chip, that first M chip, getting into to some sort of Google Glass, uh, not Google Glass, Apple Weir sort of thing and being relatively accessible and effective. Okay.
1: Well, we'll wait another five or seven years and see if Apple comes <laughs> up with anything.
0: We'll see. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that's the last story for me
0: ladies and gentlemen we've reached the end of another episode <laughs> this has been world tech forum i'm gavin he's Jay. uh check us out again next week and we'll have all the best content for you based on everything that's happening in the tech world uh you can find video clips on uh at world tech forum uh on where are we are instagram we're on tiktok facebook instagram, no, instagram tiktok uh, linkedin, LinkedIn. We, we're doing some pretty nice stuff over there um we also have our discord channel so if you've seen the episode if you figured you find us on the web drop us a line in our discord we've got some interesting things happening there and let us know if you like what we're doing or you think we should switch it up so until next time thanks for listening peace